Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. And today we are live from the Fighting Man's Tavern in the Thieves' Quarter. That's right, in the Thieves' Quarter here in Suderham. It's a, it's a tough little place. It's a little more lowbrow than we're used to. Either. What's going on? Well, you almost got into that fight with Davis. Yes, he's a burly little burly figure. He tried to overbear you. <laughs> well, I thought it said owlbear. I thought you're overbearing. <laughs> no, that's true. That's right. He will attempt to owlbear. Ooh, he'll I thought that's what it said. Uh, Overbear. Oh, it is. Does look like Owlbear. I mean, <laughs> what that, would that be? That old, those old '80s fonts from the, the, you know, I don't. We don't really see that anymore. Those, those texts. How, how much can you get for this on eBay? So uh, Dan is holding up a a well loved and used A3. Yeah. Um, and I've said a number of times that um, I've read that module cover to cover. Um, so much that it fell apart. I mean, so it is my original copy, and I even tried to tape it together, and you know. Everything was magical with scotch tape, and even that, over yeah. time, has, has failed us. So, um, we are three, we're actually three weeks from today, we will be broadcasting live from Grog Talk. Light you, a candle for us. <laughs> light something. <laughs> light the building on fire yes, at this please. point. We got, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot. I, I, I do see people are sh signing up, more and more people are signing up, so... Some of them for our games. For some of them for our <laughs> games. That's right. Uh, wait a minute. One of your games is sold out. One is. One was. Oh, and what? then it unsold out. Okay. Well, um, eh. we have Paranoia. We have Call of Cthulhu. We have a number of D and D games. Um, there's also Fifth Edition. If you're interested in that, that other people are running. It's we are uh, GrogCon is within Crucible, so there is tabletop uh, uh, games as well, and lots of miniature tournaments. So. Uh, Based on the uh, Craig who runs uh, Crucible last year, they had 500 people, so we should have that plus what we're doing. So it should be a big event. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Uh, so you still can, if you go to tabletop events, look for Crucible, or you can go to our page at grogcon.com and find out more about it. Um, we got a lot of work to do. Dan is working on the module. He's done. You've done a great job. I mean, oh, thank you. I, I mean, I know there's still a lot of work, so just let me know after what I can do we'll to help. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a it's a theme, uh, just like our summer summer tournament. I've enjoyed reading it. In it's fact, near and dear to my heart. It is no spoilers. It is. I would say if da if you and I are running it, that you should you should probably get into Dan's game, my game, because because <laughs> the because of the type of role it is, they may not make it past the first uh, thing. They That's may right. be killed instantly, so yeah. they get negative points. But um, I've got to work on my paranoia uh, game. You've got a couple of games you're running, so it's going to be super fun. Please. Uh, if you're in the Orlando area, come on down. Uh, 35, 36 bucks for the whole three days, or 15 dollars a day. So mm -hmm. um, Saturday, we're we're planning to we got to talk about when we're going to broadcast Grog Talk live there. Mm -hmm. I think maybe a great if hopefully we can get Carlos on and we can get Vic on and other folks. Oh, um, Vic, oh, Vic will be. Vic told me he's he's on. Okay, he's going to like crash it. Okay, good, good. Yeah, excellent. So, All right. Yeah. Well, then we'll definitely plan on having him. Uh, part of the thing, you know, I set up some kind of maybe panel table or something, you know, kind of like what we did at Sci-Fi City, but yeah. instead of us two, you just have yeah, like, the game, like a game day thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. that makes, and uh, may not do it eight in the morning. That may be a little tough stretch to do it eight first thing in the morning. We may have mm -hmm. to do it maybe between a break 
we'll have to look at each, each calendar because I was thinking getting uh, everyone motivated at uh, mm -hmm. 7.45 first day after uh, may be a tough. Okay. I mean, we don't like this time. We should make the viewer, the viewers, the two viewers make it clear. We do not like 8 a.m. We just, we do it. Right. To free up the rest of our day. Right. Uh, oh, good morning, Max. Uh, so, you know, Max, our, our champion of Quebec City, um, has asked, are we doing live video during the sessions? I, we're going to have to play that by ear. Um, only because when I've tried to do that here, uh, I try to do that for one of my games, and people are like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know you were going to... Uh, I didn't sign anything. Right, yeah, the disclosures and... Uh, so I'm not sure. I, I would love to, but uh, at this point, um, we have to play that by ear. And uh, it really depends if, if one of my other production goblins, I'm very fortunate I have three production goblins, supposedly all three of them are coming. And uh, good morning, small, small world, no mind. Well, what's the number appearing for goblins anyway? I mean, it's not surprising. Uh, it's three's kind of low. Yeah, th four to four hundred or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you only have three? I only have three. I'm a small <laughs> tribe. Uh, but middle uh, production goblin is, he's a podcaster as well. He has his own uh, podcast, Smog on the Nog. And, and I don't, he's not much of a player. He did play in our tournament. But if he does play, if he doesn't play, he has a lot of the equipment, and I'm sure he would be happy to do that. So I'm hoping uh, we'll be able to, to run a couple of things. So it's going to be a combination of are people going to be willing to be filmed and uh, streamed, and uh, can we get it set up? Uh, definitely we'll be recording some of these, I'm, I'm hoping, so we can put up later. But I'm, live is always the challenge of, you know, hotel internet is not, the, it's not great. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so uh, we want to thank our patrons. We have a new patron. Fantastic. So, uh, Bobby G. Reagan, uh, thank you for being a uh, patron. Uh, if you want to be a patron, go to patreon.com slash grogtalk. We use uh, whatever you give us to support this channel and our efforts. Including so our definition of support is broad. Right. It's broad. No, I'm kidding. No, it's very, it's, <laughs> it's it's not, very, we're very clear. We're, we're pretty good about it. We, haven't, uh, we don't have junkets to faraway places yet. We're, though that's, that's what this, uh, the support is for. It's really, uh, we do this because we really love it a lot, but it's nice to defer some of the costs for the hosting and uh, some of these other things. So um, he also mentioned, he wanted to mention that uh, he also signed up for Castle Entertainment, I assume Patreon, and that the Grog Talk bump is real. Yes. This, uh, the nexus of Castle Entertainment and Grog Talk here has, has paid off. So uh, plus we, we think the world of Carlos, so he's, he's a great DM and he'll be here going to Grog Talk. Uh, no new heraldries. Hopefully he'll send, uh, Bobby will tell uh, us. Really? Yeah. Well, Am I going to do this? No, not yet. Uh, but Bobby is a patron now, so mm -hmm. once he claims an area of the world, uh, All right. he'll be able to do that. Uh, Swedish Challenge, um, you know, yeah. we, 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 we have, we have, uh, Martin, we have, we have our, our, you know, person over there in Sweden, and, um, which is great. He's online. Uh, we're at number 665. Ow. But we went up six 665. spaces. 665. We went up six spaces. Okay. We were 671. So uh, it's, it's a slow work out there for Martin yes. at this point. We're, it's pretty tough. But in Mexico, we're 327. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So United States, I'm not even going to mention where we are. It's, it, we're pretty far back. In Canada, Max, we need some help. 
Because Canada, we're not even charting right now. We were almost at 46, and we haven't charted since then. So we're off the charts. We are literally, we're literally off the, the other way. <laughs> that, that, will, that will be our slogan. We've dropped off yes. the charts. We're yes. literally off the charts. That's right. How are you doing there? Off the charts. You know that? Literally. Is, that's right. Like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to write that down. Because, you know, you have these conversations with folks. Like, we've tried to recruit people for the show, and... You know, people, they, they look at your subscribers or they look at this or that. Now we can just say we're off the charts and let people, you know. Yeah. It's not really lying. So I like that. That's good. Um, iTunes, uh, you mentioned this. So Ted at Large did a review. I really enjoy this podcast. The inevitability that these guys will careen off the rails is what makes it so endearing. But I'm frightened by the fact we share so much in common. Well, thank you, Ted. Really appreciate that. Um, I don't know what you mean with we go off the rails. I think we are succinct. And um, how long is this podcast? Like twenty minutes? Because <laughs> you told me they won't listen. I remember right. this conversation uh, long ago. You're like, look, people are not going to listen. We need like thirty minutes. Right? We've tried. We've tried. We've tried. We try. And and I don't know if we really try. I have a. I have. We have an outline we're reading off of. We're trying to. Um, I mean, I know. My gosh, it looks like a law school outline for right. a, for a class. It's right. enormous. And we we prep for this. We think we're going to keep it under ninety minutes, and then some of it. We I tried it for the podcast. We take off, but it doesn't work out. So, uh, for those who are here, thank you so much. All right, uh, I think that is the introductory stuff. What, are we ready to do some uh, rolling? So we are. In fact, let's see. Let's see if I can do my. We're going to do some random encounters, right? <laughs> Random really good at this. Well, I, I can tell that you're gonna. There's some. some what do you call gone. that? A uh, bumper music. Bumper music. All right. right. You want to do the rolling? Oh yeah. Die ten. All right. Figure Die out where ten. we are. Die ten. Uh, where do, astral plane. Three. Uh, it's, oh, it's on the side here. You want astral plane two? So. All right. Guess where we are. I'm going with uh, their first level of hell. No. Oh. Dungeon. Dungeon, okay. All right, so we have 10. It looks like we've got 10, ten monster le- levels. 10 monster. Big, big number. Two. All right. Okay, well, you know what's next. I know the deal. Yeah. Did you ever find your four, four no, side? No, I think it's around here somewhere. It is not here. Can you imagine stepping on a big four side? That would that'd be painful. Is that a nine? Six, seven. Seven total. No. No! No, yeah, all right. Now I'm going to get excited, but I'm not going to get... Depressed. Noel is. What do you mean? Noels are great. They're dog. They're the dogmen, right? right? Well, they're. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the kobolds were dogmen, but old school kobolds are, are dogmen. But I no- think in in uh, the caverns of Thracia, they were called dogmen because they didn't want to infringe. It had I, I copyright. Can't is that something? Is, is like that our whole our whole lives are dictated by lawyers? Is that what you're telling me? Pretty much. Okay. All right, the Noel. All right, hang on. Let me ask you a question before you look. Mm-hmm. How frequent? I want to say common, but I don't think it is. I'm going to go with uncommon. You're right. Correct, sir. All right. Can you get number appearing? 10 to 100? 20 to 200. Oh. Okay, that's kind of frightening. So, that's all right, a, I'll, I'll a... stop with the quiz. Well, wait, wait, alignment. Oh, they're chaotic evil. Yeah, you got it. Very good. And they oh. have two hit dice. Very good. Intelligence? Uh, low. No, I've got low average. Low average. So you did very well. Okay, so they're cunning-like, probably. And how tall are they? Oh, they're tall. They're like seven feet, seven and a half. Seven feet plus. Very okay. good. Yeah. And treasure type. <laughs> uh, person or... Get one le- letter. One letter. One letter. Uh, person or layer? Oh. 
Uh, let's do uh, uh, in, in, individuals. Like individuals. Like Python. Layer is only one ladder. This is more. Uh, how about? Oh wait, no, that's not right. There was. There's three for layer. There's two for any. Any of the individual order. <laughs> so I got a one in five chance. Um, uh, L. Yes, that's the first one. Oh yes! Now, Come you, on. Did you just say a letter? Do you know like L? Like I, I know. think L are the ones that are individual. So that's very I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so L M D Q uh, times five. Q <laughs> times five. Yeah. I thought L was right in the middle. You know what's amazing is that Gygax sat down. Not only did he write the treasure tables, right? But then he's like, okay, null. What do I think a null individual to have? He looked at it. It's just an enormous amount of work. Right. It's it's uh, and to have these tables and go through and go. F- Kind of contemplate how much they should have, and I mean, um, when he was doing the, when he's doing all these books, do you think he knew by that point in time, yeah, this is going to be successful? Because if not, can you imagine the amount of work to do this? And if you didn't know it was going to be successful, I'd be like, really? I spent a week on like the knoll, and then it, like no one will buy. You know, I would feel like, what am I doing? I feel like he, he they knew that. I mean, but the the level of success compared to today, you know, where it's millions of people. I mean. Uh, the first uh, OD&D was extremely successful, and by the time 77 comes, he's he knows it's been three or four years. So I, I, I feel like he did, but to the level of success, no, I, I can't imagine yeah, I that he, he would have thought that would be there. But I love this picture of the goblin. Do you like that goblin picture? That is a good goblin. I like the goblin picture. But we're not talking about goblins. I know. We're I not like talk- the gnome picture. We're not talking about the gnomes. I like the gnome picture. The gnome, he looks like creepy and demented, the gnome picture. You see the gnome? He's kind of weird. I don't know what by he's the doing way, now. By the way, uh, between uh, uh, a gnome, is, gnome, gnomes are between gnolls and goats. I think that says everything we, there want, to it know, is. we want to know about them. Oh, giant goat. I don't even know that I knew there was a giant goat. Well, we need to put giant goat in the tournament. There's got to be There's got to be a giant, giant goat. goat. Absolutely. I'm with you. Right. And I know exactly where to put it. Okay. I already know. And if a giant goat charges, I know we're talking about gnolls, but... Uh, uh, Ted would not be happy with us if we didn't go off the rails. They get plus four damage um, if they charge. Nice. When they hit six to 20. Wow. Plus four damage. You, so, I mean, basically, you're just like flying through the air, right. aren't you, pretty yeah. much? Yeah, you're getting whacked. Because goats have horns, right? Yeah, that's it. So they're, they're massive. So you need to put one in there, into the model. Yeah. All right, but let's talk about gnolls. So, <laughs> I really want to talk about giant goats. No, we can't. You can know, we have a fight between a gnoll and sure, a giant goat? Sure, we can. Okay. We can do that right after. <laughs> I'm the giant goat. Of course I'm you charging. are. I'm charging. Yeah, well, you're the player. You're the player goat. I'll be the, I'll be the DM. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, gnolls, I always had an affinity for gnolls because they could use uh, bows, which uh, they could use great bows. That was pretty cool. And um, they were a monster that could do more damage, uh, but because they were large... Your player characters typically could take them out mm. in a similar time frame as a smaller ca- uh, creature. So for those who are w- trying to understand what I'm saying, which of course is always a challenge, um, most weapon types uh, do. They, well, all weapon types typically do different damage based on the size of the creature that it is uh, that you're attacking. And typically, if it's a large creature, your weapon does more damage. So for instance, uh, the longsword. Um, does a D8 for small and medium creatures, and it does a D12 for large creatures. So in this case, the difference is the average um, is 6.5 versus 4.5. So you're, so you're on average going to do two points more damage. Um, and so while the knoll is going to have four and a half more hit points than uh, an, an average orc, 
you're going to do probably two more points. So you, in theory, it almost washes out. So it gives you the advantage as the DM that your uh, monster can fight better and do more damage, but also um, can die quicker. So you can ratchet up the difficulty a little bit without having waves of goblins or no uh, orcs. Okay, so now there's some fascinating stuff here, yeah. I think. So, uh, you know, they have a king. King, right. king of the Knolls. King of the Knolls, that's right. That should be Carlos's next adventure. Uh, we'll ask him, King of the Knolls. King of the Knolls. And you know, it, they'll take up residence in a village, oftentimes an abandoned village, not a regular village. Right. <laughs> I need a room. <laughs> Can I, is this place for rent? Yeah. Um, and, and they will have as guards, they have, you know, a lot of these. Oh, the Hyderans, right? Huh? The Hyderans. Oh, wait, I haven't even gotten there yet. I just oh, got sorry. to Trolls. Let me see. Oh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I, you're, you're down there because the Hadrons, I've used them to wreck many a Wait, party. where is that? What that's is in that? the third paragraph. They're, they're, oh, the, okay. they're the giant hyenas. Oh, no, that's really good. So there'll always be a chieftain, five to 20 guards. The leader will also gain females and young. Right. Uh, they're subterranean most of the time, but could they take up residence and abandon a cleared village or building of some sort? In the former case, 30% likely to have one to three trolls living them and acting as guards. You know. So, trolls as guards. Yeah, trolls are always seeming like lazy they followers. Yeah, they're yeah they're kind of they're kind of like well, ogres and trolls have that um, you know perception of they're either by themselves or they can be easily recruited. Yeah, they're basically oh, where are you going? That sounds great. Let's do that because you're right. The orcs have ogre. Ogres many times, if I remember correctly. Well, there's a troll. Usually. Yeah, and they're, and they're not they're not very smart. Is that part of it too? The troll. Yeah, I think they're kind of dumb. Well, they're, they're low, like, low intelligence. So they're well, good morning, kind of, David. We're, uh, today's uh, uh, monster is Noel, which we've talked about everything but Noel at this point. We're yeah, trying he to get missed to nothing. He wants yeah. to know if he's missed, yeah, he's anything. missed anything. No, we haven't missed anything. Not a, nothing. Of, nothing of import. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking about Noels, and I was I found it interesting that they often have trolls. As guards. Yeah. And then you said if you keep on going. Right. So one of the... Fi- oh. So on... Oh, in the former case, right. So subterranean, they got the trolls. Yeah. Subter- and then above ground, the hyenas. Yeah, they have hyenas or two to 12 hyena dons. I never didn't even know. Is that under hyenas? Yes. It's not its own? See, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, they are vicious little buggers. Oh, wow. I can imagine. So if you look, they're giant hyenas under on page 54. They have five hit dice, so you, oh, yeah. the party's not afraid of the gnolls. The party's afraid of the hyena dons. They oh, they would, that would be a good. I'd like to see a hyena don against a, a giant goat. I think the hyena don would win. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Remember, I well, what, okay. How many combats are we doing today? We're gonna do. No, no, we're doing the giant goat is attacking. Okay. The, the gnoll is walking along. Right, and the giant goat is charging. I got it. That's out of the blue. Right, but there's initiative still. Don't desert with your pre-initiative. Uh, Wait, do I get a ch- no, no, no? Give me a chance at surprise. Okay, I'll give you a surprise. Chance. Okay, what? Well, because uh, I'm five. No, <laughs> standard standard initiative supplies. <laughs> absolutely. So, but yes, the giant hyena don is that is the the. Um, Scary weapon because it's five hit dice, it's three to twelve, and um, typically I will I will have a raiding village. Uh, we use I use them in. Um, I think there are gnolls actually in the monster that are um, part of the module L one uh, Secret of Bone Hill. They're they have an encampment of gnolls, but they didn't have a hyena dons, and I added hyena. Well, yeah, as you should. Right, that and was- they are you know they. They were they weren't they were uh, the 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 
combination of Noel's shooting their great bows and the Hyenodons, um, I think one of the characters died. Oh, well, you know what? So I just realized now that if we ever run V2 again, <laughs> we need to add Hyenodons. Yes, Hyenodons. Because to the one, one to three level right, cause characters. Right, because the, what killed, um, what killed, what was oh. his character's name? Oh. Uh, 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 the very it? first character right, to die the, ever. Right. Uh, he was in a fighter. Our, in, in our Grognards Guild. In the, right, in the Grognards Guild. I was looking at the character Graveyard. Yeah, it was, what, they weren't weasels. What were they, goats? What were they? Oh, no, it was, uh, was it from the kobolds? It was yeah. the, no, so it was a giant boar. Boar, that's right, the giant boars. Or a boar. Right. Do you have a boar and a giant boar? I, I think they're just boars. They're just boars? But, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you, Max. Yeah, see, so Max is upgraded so he can get the giant goat. Congratulations. I, we appreciate that. Wait, what does that mean? I got a picture upgrade. He's going to upgrade to get the giant goat. He's going to upgrade it for us. Okay. But that's at a higher tier. We will send you your goat. Kind of like, oh. have you seen those Christmas things? Oh, you know, where, where you, uh, you uh, For charities, you can buy people a goat in another country. Maybe oh. That's right. You, you can buy Hyena Don for the Knolls. But you gotta, you got to corral it. Really? Oh, we I just tell you where it is. That's, that's right. You, you can find it. it here. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you can find it in this cave. It's a quest. People it is like a quest. that. Our, our people real, would like yeah, that's that. That's what we should do. We should send our patrons on real life quests. That's right. Like a leopard. Well, we'd be hidden for something that we. There are the, there's these magical clothes yeah. that need to be picked up at Bob's uh, dry cleaning and brought yes. to my house. That would be helpful. That's the quest. <laughs> Doesn't sound very exciting. Find my yeah exactly. <laughs> I can't find my phone. Um, yes. All right. So Knowles are. St- so Noel, I gotta say they're even on friendly terms with trolls. Well, why are Okay. Trolls seem very friendly. Why well, right. I mean even trolls? Whatever. Well, and it's interesting because later editions, they've made them really almost spawn demonic because, of course, their deity is Yogno, the demon lord. Oh, yeah. I don't think I brought that. Oh, yeah. yeah the mean, de- well, deities and demigods? Yeah. Not deities and demigods? Nope. What? It'd be under demon. Oh. The gnolls have a demon sort of deity? There it is. Yogno. Oh. Yogul. So there they, it is. Okay, there. yeah. So what page are you on? Page 19. Demon Lord of Knowles. Yes, he is their he is their deity. I never understood this, you know. So you got demons, you got deities. So there's no. If we went to the deities and demigods, there wouldn't be a Knoll deity I, in there. I believe. The I believe they put it in there like a reference, and it basically says go back to, um, go back to the the monster manual. Yeah, go back to the monster manual. But I'm going to confirm that because that's how we are. We cross check. We Whoa. look. He, re- he receives homage from, yeah, the, from the king of ghouls. Oh, there it is. Noel shamans compel worship of Yogna through fear of the gods' wrath should be slight. You know what symbol is the triple flail? They can advance up the fifth level. So there's. I like how you said his name, just kind of you mumbled that. Yonogul. Yonogul. So this is, this is a terrible picture. Well, I don't understand. That's it. awful. This picture in Deities and Demigods, which I'm showing... It yeah. looks like it looks like I wrote did it. Yeah, it's really bad. This one is fine. That's good. I like this, this one. The one in the monster manual is fine. Why would they not use the same one? The only disappointing thing in this picture is he's not like crushing a human or a or no or a no. Sorry, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, he's exceptionally intelligent. And you know he receives homage from King of the Ghouls. Yeah, and who is the King of the I Ghouls? I know exactly. That's another adventure. Wait, I think that actually was one. When there was in, I think in Dungeon. Magazine, there's a King of the Ghouls, so oh, well known. Wow, okay. I think there's a well known adventure. Called so we have King like of the Knolls, something like that, or Land of the Ghouls, or something like that. And now we need King of the Ghouls. King of the Ghouls. Oh, so yeah, you know what you could do? Like this whole, you know, wasn't it like the, you know, so the giants go into the uh, the D series and then Q, right? 
You could have like the whole Noel Ghoul connection, don't you think? Oh yeah, the Noel Ghoul nexus. This is like a terrorist. Uh, we should think, think about that for next year's tournament. Right, Noel Ghoul. Don't you think? Noel Ghoul. The Noel Ghoul. Yo, the, uh, <laughs> in search of Yognul, the Noel Ghoul. I like it. Yeah. That's good. So anyway, Yognul is, I was saying later editions, they, they, the Noles, instead of being these kind of nomadic, bloodthirsty uh, yeah. creatures. They're they like become, Vikings. Yeah, they become these spawns of Yognul that they're basically... Oh, get out of yeah, here. They, they, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of it. No, see, they're overdoing it. They become basically demon yeah, creatures. Yeah, see, they're way overdoing it. The gnolls are cool. They're like Vikings. Aren't right. they like the Vikings they're, of yeah, the... Uh, they're Viking of humanoids right. or something? They don't, they don't produce anything that... <coughs> you know. They, they don't like to work. Yeah, they don't work. They're lazy. They basically, lazy. they basically take from other people. So yeah, no, they they're basically were, children. See, that's like it's a remake of a movie, and they overdo it. Right. They didn't need. They did not need to remake the Knoll. The Knoll was great. And they're not good miners, but yeah. So they they kind of made them these, and and they really, and to the fat to the point, like the Yognul can telepathically direct them, like Sauron. He can kind of tell them that. So I'm not a big fan of that. I like oh, the no, old school Knolls. No. Oh, we have a pronunciation here. From uh, St. Thompson. Ye knew goo. Ye knew goo. Wait, first he started yes no goo. Now he's changed it. Ye, well, because it... Fell about the otter, correct. Ye knew goo. Okay. Ye knew goo. Ye knew goo. Okay. You know go. Why are we... Wait, he speaks Australian. Why are we taking his word for it? Well, it's probably proper in half the world. That's the pronunciation. That's the Australian accent, though. You think? you think? I can't do an Australian accent. Well, that's what you just did. Ye know goo. Well, is how it would sound if you spoke. You know, good. I understand that, that yes, they speak yes, English. I guess. Yes. All right. All right. I, I would. That, they would probably argue we don't speak English. They would argue. What, you we, you what, mean you and me? Yes. All right. I think they are okay. I, all right. All right. I, so we're we ready for the goat on. Well, let me just say something to you. Once again, I've come out of this mm -hmm. with a greater respect for the gnolls than I came in. I think they're actually now. I just thought they're like these dog creatures. Right. And like. They're not, I mean, because they're not, are they in mythology or anything like that? I mean, uh, if they are, I don't know. But I, I've, I've lost thinking they're kind of sure, cool. I'm sure the Archduke uh, Chamberlain from Australia has some background, because he's usually pretty good at knowing so, the core creatures he, he has some background. So there's like this roving band, and they're going to have these like hyenas or giant hyenas with them. Right. And, all right. And okay. Caves of Chaos, of course, they're in, yes. they're in there as well. Yes. And they are, you know, from a pure mechanical um Stand. They are the next level above Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin's one plus one hit dice. Then you get Noel, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Bugbear typically is the, the three plus one hit dice. So they fall. They're in the second tier. They're the start of the second tier of humanoids, um, where you, where you're getting Noel, uh, Bugbear, and then you're up to Ogre, and that's really kind of the the top of the humanoids, the normal humanoids, and then you've got Troll and everything else above it. So, so you want, you want to... Yeah, we're going to do the giant goat, goat attacking goat, the right. gnoll. Goat on gnoll. If so, we had a picture, we would do the picture, but we don't have a picture. No, you, so we don't have a picture to show you, so uh, please in your mind's eye use, uh, figure out what a goat is, attack. Well, I've got to figure out what weapon he's... Well, you're gonna, yeah, and then you can figure out if you're surprised. Five. He has a, oh, he has a great bow. Is that it? It's not going to go well for you if I close. Well, he's got a great bow, and then he's going to drop his weapon and just attack. Okay, so, just do the standard. Yeah, two to eight. Okay, so now you may be surprised, though. All right, I may be and surprised. And I'm charging. You're charging. That's okay. So you're charging. <laughs> All right, so 
So you come on. Well, you have two. to. Huh? No, I'm four. not surprised. You're I'm, surprised. I'm not surprised. I rolled a four. Okay, so, so now it's an initiative. Issue. I'm shooting at you. Oh, do you get a shot before I... Uh... Of course I do. All right, go ahead then. No, right. uh, well, we still have to roll initiative, just so we know. First, we have to figure out what distance you are. So it's... Uh, oh, gosh. Def- we are, you're 80 yards away. Oh, my gosh. We're outside, right? Are we inside? I'm going to be like Phil Averroes before... Yeah, we're outside. Okay. You're walking, and I'm coming down the mountain. All right, and I see you charging at me. I come right? out of the clouds, yeah, Right. and you see it. You're like, what's that? You see dust. Like, what's that in the distance? Oh, this is interesting. Hold on, Dave. David says, cross bring a gnome and a troll way back to the base. Really? That would be if that really is the case. Uh, that would be hilarious. I have to look. Oh that my up. gosh, is that possible? Ah, that's that. That no. I, I I hope the gnome is the male in this. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that would be. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't wow. know the physio- physiology of that, but wow, I did not need that image. That's right. Is that an image you didn't want to? Do? Wow, this is disturbing. You now have something else for your module. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. All right. Yeah. So roll initiative. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You roll four. four. Four simultaneous. Well, but you're just. Firing your arrow. Well, see, uh, missiles versus charging. So I get my first shot, and then you uh, would attack. Oh, okay, go for it. All right. All right. So AC seven. AC seven. Woo. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna look it up. Let's see what happens. Three. I missed. See how easy that was. Yeah. All right. Now you get to charge. Out of the arena. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's make it, it happen. Oh wait, you need to roll. We we don't hit. Pay. We don't have anyone's hit points. Ah, uh, don't. You haven't hit yet. We, we're, we're, All right. Fine. I won't a second. Yeah. You missed. All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah 17. you did. Oh, my. You may have killed him right here. Okay, well. What, I told you. You charge. You get plus four damage. This is amazing. All right. So you want me to roll my damage first here? Yeah, it's two to 16 plus four. Two to six. So I need an eight-sided. Here's my two. All right, ready? Hey, morning, Vic. Eight. Eight. Wow. Twelve. 16 points of damage. I have to roll perfect for him to survive. You are flying through the air. So well, he's know. dead anyway because we did 16 points of damage. And this Noel had oh, yes, like five hit points. He's negative eleven. At his, your neck snapped. Yeah, I was, I was the poor gnome just walking around with his bow. He's out. Did you say gnome? Uh, well, gnome. No, well, because they're half breed. They're right. Half gnome. Small half gnome. Half gnome. Can I play half gnome? <laughs> yes, it's called a gnome. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, the poor yeah. gnome is walking, helping. He, help, he's probably looking at his a little etching of his gnome family, little pups. Hanging around with the hyena dons, hunting for food. Yeah, he's out with the bow. Mm-hmm. I'm going out, honey. That's right. The little kids, the little pups. Yeah, no pups. That's right. I'll be back. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be back. You know, real soon. And he just never came back. Yeah, and he's walking along. We need Carlos, you know, to do. I need the imagery, you know, mm-hmm. to do the play-by-play. Because yeah, right. he, he shot it, and it, you knew that Noel. When he sees this thing coming. He's like, I got one shot. I got one shot. Got <laughs> and it's like, it's terrible. We're doing three. Three shot right over him. And he's like, oh, man. And it's just, yeah. But the good, here's the good news. I think it ended fast. Don't you think he died on impact? Like, right. like when he was hit. I, right. I think through the air he's already dead, I yeah. think. Yeah, he, he, was, he was dead before he knew it. So that's good. So that's in, that was an incomprehensible death. Oh, painful. That was painful. So... Okay. That was a wimpy no. That was, well, he wasn't that. He was five hit points. He was, yeah, I guess technically he's right. Uh, Vic is correct. He should have had nine hit points. But a giant goat. Giant goat. You need to put one in. That need, well, and I think that probably needs to be the name of such place in our 
town, don't you think? The giant the goat. The giant goat. <laughs> the sla- this the murdering goat. This, this, the slaughtered knoll. The slaughtered knoll. That's a great name, the slaughtered knoll. <laughs> I mean, because everyone would be like, oh, that's a typical name. But like, no, 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 that, that's it's for a reason. The slaughtered knoll. And I'll have a picture of him like being killed by a <laughs> Just, yeah, one of those. Um, They'll yeah. be next to each other. Right. The giant goat. Mm-hmm. So the right little tavern is next to the... Uh, oh, the giant goat versus... Okay. Don't you think it's next to the uh, I like slaughtered it. knoll? I like, I like the giant goat and the slaughtered knoll. Slaughtered knoll sounds good. It's, I think... I, I want to say there was a slaughtered something. Slaughtered lamb was in... Uh, well, slaughtered lamb was in uh, the American Wolf in London. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, um, okay. Ready for spell selection? Yes. Roll your percentages. Oh, right. What scroll have I found? That's right. I gotta make bumper music for this. 57. Uh, you have found a magic user spell scroll. Now, is it illusionist or not? Okay, so another percentage, yep. right? Yep, less than 10, it's illusionist. Oh, come on, illusionist. Oh, oh 11. 11. So close. All right, so roll D10. All right, do it. Where's my D10? Uh, there it is. There you go. Three. three. Ooh, that's so. probably some of the best spells. So that's level three spell? Yep, 24. So a D12 and a D6. Okay, a D12 and a D6. Yep. This, is the ha- right, this is the right half. All right, so it sounds like we're 14. 14. Ah, a wonderful spell. Push? No. What is it? It is, was it invisibility 10-foot radius? Oh, Okay. This spell is essentially the same as invisibility. Essentially. Where's invisibility? Uh, second level. Does that oh, so the 10-foot radius is nicer. It extends. Oh, so you can bring your friends in. That's right. Okay, I got so, you. So what, um, I, you know, again, this it's a good spell, and if someone gave it to me, I'd be happy with it, especially as a scroll, or if I had an extra one. The question is, would I... Would I keep it instead of another spell? But we'll talk about... First, let's talk about invisibility temporary. Let's see if you can learn it. No. Oh, yeah, that's true. I should figure really? it out. Really? Is that... Okay. Well, well how smart are you? Uh, let's say I'm 13. Well, you gotta, no, you got to roll your intelligence. Okay. Three six-sided. Really? That's it? You're going old school. No, you can do the four. four. No, you can... What do you want? Three? Yeah, three Five. Six. All right. I'm going to... 11. Okay. <laughs> you, you, I can be you a magic can, user. You can be a magic user. I can be a magic hey, user. Hey, I always... Okay, I want to ask you a question. Uh-huh. Because, I, I, look, I really liked your idea about how the NPCs for clerics... 45% chance. Go ahead. How the NPCs for clerics is because they don't go adventuring, right? Yeah. How do they get XP? Oh, well, that, well Gary does talk about that. Oh, he does? Well, in that, um, you know, it would make more sense if people got experience points for praying and, and doing... Uh, oh, so cl- you cl- think the parentheses NPC clerics, they're going up in level because... Yeah, and they're going up much slower. They're, they're praying. They're healing. So. They're doing stuff. Yeah, they're doing adventuring. They're doing. So the DM is being kind though, because right. they're not getting. Oh, well, they could be getting donations and money. That's true. Okay. Or they may be just using. Maybe they're adventuring on the side, like in town. They're commanding people and taking their money. If you know, I, if very I'm, pious, pious clerics. Do you get the XP for that? Why not? That's true. If I find money on a park bench, I don't do think I get XP experience. for that? I don't think that's that's okay. foraging. That's really not adventuring. That's, <laughs> That's going around looking for loose Well, I've chairs. turned it over to the cops anyway, because I'm lawful neutral. Okay. Um, did you know the spell? No, I don't know the spell. Well, what does this mean? Are we injecting a new set thing? Like, now we've done another <laughs> spell? We've got to keep going? No, right. I can, no, no. I just, I oh, just, we just don't talk about it. No, we're going to talk about it. It's just I, I can't really tell you anything about it. Okay. So, um, 
so the spell is essentially the same as invisible. The affected, those affected by it can't see each other. So that's the thing we, I, we a lot of times we oh, forget about. You're bumping into each other. You're right. You're that, making noise, stepping on people, tripping on each other. Ex- right. Well, that this is the part, you know, because most DMs are, at least when they first have to deal with invisibility, they're always frustrated because, and we probably should do invisibility as a separate segment. Um, yes, killing the undead in the local cemetery. That's a great idea. So how to get experience points for clerics. Oh, yeah, like Buffy. Okay. Yes, and later in the book that shall not be named, there's a lot of zero-level spells and first-level spell like ceremony, which allows them to do last rites and this and that, so they would get experience points. So. Yeah, you get it. So, yeah, I was going to bring up the thief, Bobby Reagan. Oh, Bobby's there. Congratulations. Thank, thank you, Bobby. He's, uh, he's on. Uh, yeah, thief. thief and pickpocket. Absolutely. You get XP. Uh, always carry well, it he's around. upset that you're being stingy and not giving XP when you find it on a park bench. He's pickpocketing. He's not just scavenging. Okay. But, um, so invisibility, that's one of the, you know, uh, in the DMG it talks about invisibility and how to nerf it or make it not as ridiculous. as. The, of course, the player wants not only invisibility, they want to be silent. They want their own people right. to see each other. They want to see themselves. And so there's a lot of ways you can change uh, that. So, but, you're, so, right, so, so you're not silent, so you're making noise, and if you can't see each other, you're probably bumping into each other. Right. So it really is not good for, like, move, if, you, if you're going to be moving around like in a stealth fashion, that's probably not going to work very well. Well, you'd have to coordinate that, and that's where you can find as a DM. You say, well, how exactly are you moving? How are right. you doing this without bumping each other? You know, are you having a, some kind of... Cadence that you're you're doing and well, like everyone on like on right, they're all holding each other like right. a, like, like in the, the train dark. right yeah yeah the uh, thing there and and what's another thing we'll last the panel out there since we have a lot of great folks so it says those affected creatures which attack negate the invisibility only with respect to themselves not others made invisible unless the spell recipient causes the spell to be broken okay so basically what they're saying is let's say there's you know six of you surrounding the magic user he casts it all six of you are invisible you decide to shoot arrows now you're visible everyone else is not visible right. um, and so the so a couple of questions if the magic user so it says unless the spell receives causes the spell to be broken so if the magic user casts magic missile oh. that means all the people are visible that's what I would read it as and I'd be curious what people said and then the then the next uh yeah, I think. And then the next yeah. question is, if you move past 10% 10 feet radius from the time it spells, are you visible? Or, or is it, you just have to be within 10 feet radius and then you can be invisible for a while. I would argue you have to be within 10 feet if you're to be invisible. Oh, meaning? It's, in other words, okay. it's, it's not like you, you cast, it's, it's a visibly right. 10 foot radius right. around the magic user. It's Correct. not like, 10 feet, and then everything's invisible there, and then if you move away, you're right, still invisible. Right, it's, it's right. It's not like I get like, hey, everyone. That's right. You're all invisible. Now go off and be That's invisible. Right. I would agree with that. I right. think you've got to move. Now, we need to look in the DMG, of course, to see if there's any Oh, that's right, yeah, because right? that's true. Let's do that. Those affected creatures attack. Yeah, I agree with that. It says, unless the spell recipient causes the spell to be broken. How do you cause the spell to be broken? I mean, I understand well, the visibility when you attack. Right. Is there a general way to cause spells to be broken? Because it's weird that they... That guy, I guess, didn't say unless the spell recipient attacks, right? Why did he change it to causes it to be broken? Well, it's not the only attack. Is not the only. It's a hostile action. Is typically how we've done it. The the um, this the DMG is silent on invisibility, ten foot radius. Okay. They're, so, because he has a whole section on invisibility, so right. I assume he's going to go to that. 
So I don't, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, it's nice, of course, if you all need to be. So the ogre guard is coming up. And you cast it, you know. So if you're right. going to be stationary, it could be it could be a right. nice spell. And it's and it's un, you know basically it's special. It's unlimited. So you could, it could be a situation where you're scouting, or you're casing out a joint. You cast it. Oh. And you you stay there, and you just know. Okay, we're going to not move until. We're oh, ready. that's nice. I didn't. Yeah, until until it's broken. Right. So it's not like one of these things where like you're going to steal something and like time's up and it's right. like yeah, you exactly. think you're invisible. That's right. And you're not. But then you could use Phantasm Force and pretend that there's a wall there, too. So uh, I always look at it, would I, you know, if I had one spell side, if I was a fifth-level magic user, would I keep, keep Fireball or would I keep Invisibility 10-foot radius? If I had a choice, you, you know what I'm going to keep. Right. Give me the Fireball. It's an illusion slash Phantasm, which I think is interesting. Does that mean illusionists get it at mm-hmm. some point early on? Uh, they should get it earlier. You would think so. And that is one of the things, sometimes the illusionist spells... You would think they get it faster, like Phantasm Force. They get faster. Yeah, and they should, if this but, is if this really is an illusion, they should get it faster. Yeah, but they got shafted. They get it at second. That's the same time as magic, just the invisibility. Right. It's the same time magic. You and get third it, right? level, they get the same thing, which okay. that should be a, a, a level faster. It should be one two. Not I agree. Two, three. I agree. Like improved Phantasmal Force, they get it second level, where that um, that's not even a thing for magic users. Phantasmal Force is a third level spell. Mm-hmm. So that's an area that I could certainly, if, an, uh, if I wanted to bump, bump up Illusionists, you could accelerate the things of that. That's not by the book. No, that's not by the book. That's, that's DM Pri- Of course, wait, first of all, that is by the book. It's by the book. Uh, by the book, there's no guidelines. The, that the books are guidelines. That's right. right. But if there's rationale, I wouldn't suggest it just for. Um, if, if people wanted to play illusionists or people were not playing illusionists because they thought they were underpowered and you really wanted them to focus on um, that the illusionist was the, you know, the master of illusions, you could accelerate some of that mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Is there anything else we have to say about invisibility 10-foot radius? I don't, I don't think so because, like you said, invisibility is a whole other discussion. I know there's a lot of debate about what causes, what's a hostile act, what causes it right. to be dispelled, but that's probably a bigger discussion. Nope. And I think what we need to do with that is I'll, I'll call it D and D physics because there's all you know the the power of magic and D and D physics as it relates to because one of the I think as a uh, early DM or a beginning DM a lot of the challenge we have is is the interpretation of spells and how it relates to the physics of it. like so again invisibility I'm climbing up the rope well is the rope invisible now what part of the rope is invisible is you know these type of things the light emitting we talked about swords that emit light um, you know so a lot of times the player is like oh I'm in this you know cloaking device and everything about me is like predator and that's not what it talks about in, in, in the DMG and I think that's where beginning DMs have uh, a lot of trouble because the players have a perception and either they can go along with it, and that can break the game, or they nerf it so much and the players get frustrated. Mm-hmm. So I think we do need to do, you know, kind of a D and D physics and visibility, and just the general guide as an example. Um, you know, line of sight is another one that you know most of us kind of have to wing it. Well, the, you know, the tower is hundred feet tall. Well, when do I see it? You know, mm-hmm. if I'm in a clear plane, is that five miles? And then you know, you're pulling out the you're pulling out, going on the internet and trying to do searches of, you know, doing, a, what is that, Pythagorean theorem, and, and it's crazy. Anyway, well, very good. 
So today, oh, look at this, we have more sound effects on our Word of Recall. Word of Recall, Recall, Recall. We're talking about Rangers in our Playing With Class series. All right. This is the last of the subclasses within the fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Max, we talked about Paladins a couple weeks ago. And so Rangers. Um, the short version is, in my opinion, uh, next to the cleric, um, they are the most versatile, uh, most powerful, uh, certainly beginning and mid-game uh, class that you can have. They, you know, unlike the magic users who are very you know, weak and don't do a whole lot initially unless they have sleep and, um, and then they get super powerful, the, the ranger starts strong and continues strong. So, uh, have you played a ranger before? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I know you've killed rangers before. That's that you're pretty good. At. I mean, yeah, that's right. Um, I don't remember, but I am a big fan. I think the cleric ranger is a great multi-class character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so some of the you know, so ranger is it? So what are your sense? Is it hard to become a ranger? I know you need a lot of scores, but they're not particularly high, like a paladin. Right. But, um, do you think do you find it hard to become a ranger? I think you've you've said before that you think it's not hard to become a ranger. I think with four d six, it's definitely doable. Yeah, because um, you do skew uh, with that extra fourth dice to get there. Um, so if you have middling scores, it's certainly uh, a, an opportunity to do that. Um, so I, I don't think it's super hard to do that. And I don't think is there any re- and we've talked about this with the fighter segment. If if you're looking to power game. Is there any significant reason not to be a ranger if you get the roles? I mean, a paladin can screw things up because then you can't have neutral characters, and, right. and they're and they're just they're holier than thou, and they're they're obnoxious. Yeah, but a ranger, a ranger, those rules don't apply. Rangers will will travel with neutral characters. So, is there any? And you know, the tracking I think is an awesome skill because you know you can track as you know you know you can, you can even track in a dungeon. Right. It's not just outside. And, and at least the way it's interpreted in first level, it is super powerful. Um, yeah, the 90% base track. Well, outside, outside, outside yeah. is 90% base, which is fantastic. Yeah. So you just real quick, you have to have at least 13 in strength, 13 in intelligence, and wisdom not less than 14, um, and 14 uh, constitution. So two of them you would have already. And the reason you need wisdom and intelligence is because later in the career of the ranger, they are able to cast low-level druidic and magic user spells. That's, yeah. That's the idea. And I, uh, you know, I think you read an article about you know, rangers. Was it in Dragon Magazine that kind of talked yeah. about why they're... Uh, did it talk about why they're able to cast spells? That I don't remember. I think what you're thinking of is something in Sage Advice where it talked about why elves can't be rangers. Oh, okay. And it wasn't Gygax answering this, so it's not canon. Uh, but yeah, that was, and we can talk about that when we get to yeah. who can be rangers and who can't be. David Thompson notes that, you know, one of the cons is the limited, I guess maybe it's the only con, is the limited equipment. Uh, that and, um, yeah, they, they can only carry what's on their horse, basically. Well, is that where, and where is that on the, I mean, I know it's, it's in It's there. number four on page 25 in the top. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, rangers may only carry those goods and treasures which they can carry on their own person. Or their mount. Or their mount. I guess the idea is you got to travel light. It's like... Right. Yeah, you're the lone... You're the marble man. You're kind of one. Right? Yeah, but wait. But if I'm in a party, the rest of the party's carrying back 
all the stuff, right? I mean, does, how how restrictive is that really to me? You can have a big mount. And you have a big mount. All access must be donated. So wait, okay, arrangers may, may own only. Oh, so does that mean that, okay, so how does this work? Well, you divvy up treasure. Right. So I've, we've the party's found 100,000 gold pieces nice. for this adventure. It's right. a, it is nice. Well, and then he kills everyone and takes their money. Is that the way no, it works? No, well, we'll talk about the debt. One of the cons for many players is that you got to be good, yeah, I assume. exactly. So Good, I'm open quotes for that. Right. Yeah. So, how, so what happens then? So let's say there's five party members. Mm-hmm. It's 100,000 gold. Right. One's a ranger. What happens? They get 20,000 gold. Right. So they're, oh, so the, because the ranger's going to want to donate. The ranger's like, I want that 20% because I'm going to donate, and you're going to donate it. Well, some would. I'm sure you're going to have players who go, well, wait a minute. I need to go up and level and train. So I'm going to use that money to train and, and, um, you know, get, uh, fix my armor. Uh, Or can I go get a 20,000 gold piece gem or a 15,000 gold piece gem and pay, you know, whatever commission to the money changer for that? So I can carry a, a, a bag of thousand, you know, multi-thousand gold pieces, right? Players yeah. do that all the time. They will always try to skirt around that rule. That horse is going to be loaded down with whatever he, whatever it can carry. That's what it's going to carry. Bags of holding, right. portable holes. It'll have it all, right? If right. you allow it. And they can, and they can, in a pretty construct strongholds, so they can build a strong. Because I was going to say, well, th- that sounds like the point is that you're. Itinerant, exactly. you're a wanderer. Right. right. You're supposed to be that idea of Faramir or Strider from right. Lord of the Rings. You know, you're a, a man, with stone a, a man without the country. I also read The Ranger's Apprentice. Nico was reading them. It's, you know, you're part of the King's Guard. You're, you're, you're there to protect the frontier yeah. land. You know, you can't be attached with things. But I guess later, like it says, you're allowed to create a, uh, a stronghold. Um, I, I've never had Rangers do that. Um, but... You know, that, that allows to do that. So and it Can you get a good- pack animal, Vic asks? I, I'm sure people have asked. Pack animals, they'll probably have a, a mule train if you, could, if you allow that to happen. They would have a whole uh, a stage coach, <laughs> chariot, whatever they could. Well, yeah, it's a ranch. Right. <laughs> it's like a, it's a long herd of that's, giant goats. That's right, full carrying. of giant goats <laughs> carrying a train of, of stuff they make. I don't need to get rid of anything. You know, okay, all right. So is this is the point here? Is this one of those things? And I know Thane Thompson says, how by the book are we going here? And I guess that is the, the question. Is is the point of this that you should try to play your ranger according to the way one would envision a ranger, right? As opposed to trying to skirt the rules, right? right? Well, what I mean, is the motivation for them having pack animals? What is my, what is my motive? Yeah, that's right. Right. To give me my motivation, and, and and this you know goes back to really a lot of the tension of first edition, only in because of later editions where they have or other games. I think not even the editions, the other games that have tried to emphasize role playing R O L E versus R O L L, and that again when we were kids we would skirt around it. Now again the DM would say whether it was me or one of my friends go okay, really you're getting three pack animals, you know. We would probably go the route of we would convert everything to gold, put in a gem, and we would do that as regular player characters because um, you, you don't want uh, okay, cool. Um, you don't want to burden yourself with stuff, so you always would convert things to gems. That's why when I play with you, I'm like, I'll take the gems 
because I can. They're easier to carry. It's like mm-hmm. carrying hundred dollar bills. Why would you carry nickels? Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, so it, it comes back to our. What's the spirit of, of the thing? Are you playing? Why are you playing the ranger? Are you playing the ranger to get the plus one against giant class creatures that, or, or you have this idea of you're the champion of the wilderness, and um, you know, as a DM, how are you tying that into your campaign? Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so shall we go through? So what do you want to go? You want to go through what what races can be? And well, we levels? should finish. We should finish their things before we go. Oh, you mean they're different attributes? Because even though um, Ted has nailed us one hundred percent that we go off the rails and diverge, we should try now for this. Oh, and I was just talking about like what races a ranger can be. Yeah, we'll do that in okay. a second. Let's right. go through that. So, um, the the big advantage, one of the biggest advantages they have is is they start with they don't use a ten sided dice unlike paladins and fighters. They use right. an eight sided dice and they get two. On first level. Right. Didn't we have a ranger that got, had three hit points? Yes. Right, he, yeah. he didn't have a constitution bonus. He rolled right. a one and a two. And I wonder who the DM was for that. You allowed dwarf well, You powers? mean like I, like I give people loaded dice or something? Yes. How, how am three, I responsible for that? Three hit points. We had a ranger who had three hit points. That's funny. That, there's was an funny. opportunity for role playing. I will take right? a quick online poll. Do you, uh, do you think that... How many adventures did that ranger survive? How many people... How many people would let the person re-roll? Oh, we've got a, from Mikey Mank has a question, which we'll get to in just a second, Mikey Mank. What would you say? How many people out there would allow you? You're going to let them re-roll. What do you, what's the rule? What are you going to do? You can't say re-roll. Then you're everyone right. else is like, I want to re-roll. Well, that's why people wanna. allow for minimums, which came right. later. But I, okay. I, no, I don't have a problem. It, it, it does, I had a cleric who had two hit points, so I wasn't complaining. Right. It is what it is. Right. Guess what? You can't. You liked it. You get a death wish. Don't get in the front. Well, his he. I've had four of the same character, right? <laughs> That's so true. that did that. So, uh, so uh, Mikey Mank asks, and, and I'll let the chat people do this. Uh, can you explain movement in combat? Do players move segment by segment all at once? So typically, uh, unless you are, there's the easy way and the hard way. The easy way is when it's their turn and they've declared movement, they move. Uh, if you have a situation where, so for instance, um, Mikey, your your character is charging, which means they get double movement, and they are charging against you know, uh, someone who's casting a spell potentially, then you may have to figure out the movement, how fast you could get to, to the thing. Uh, so for instance, if uh, Dan's character is casting a magic missile, I'm charging, typically spells would go first, but you could adjudicate, well, if I was close enough, I may be able to get it if I was using, let's say, a spear. So uh, that's the short version of it. Um, but uh, usually we just, I just, uh, you, the characters declare, the players declare, um, when it's their turn, they move their movement. Yeah, why do you say spells usually go first? Isn't it, it's based on initiative and segments, isn't Right, it? it's based on initiative and segments. So my, right. But that's for a normal movement versus... Uh, so if you, if, for instance, if he had just saying he was moving to close, then yes, then you would... If, if it was important to know when oh. the spell went off, you, would, you could figure it out that way. So, and just like David said, so if you have a base movement, unencumbered creatures that are not wearing armor, or humans and demi-humans, for the most part, have a 12, which means... They can move 120 feet uh, per round, per one minute. Uh, uh, slightly encumbered or folks who have, let's say, banded mail they can, or chain mail, they move at nine. Plate mail, six. Encumbered is three or less. 
Uh, so if you are, let's just keep using the, uh, you're wearing nothing, you can move 12. That means you move 12 feet a segment. There you go. Right. Um, okay, so Rangers, they, get, they have the nice bonus, right, of adding a hit point, right, for each level experience they've amounted, right, uh, when fighting a giant class. Right, so, uh, so again, back to that hit point thing. It's huge. Uh, if you have any constitution bonus, uh, before we get to number mm-hmm. one, if you have a constitution bonus, you put that constitution bonus on each hit dice you roll. So if, if you had a 16 con, constitution, you had a paladin, they would have an average of 7.5 hit points. They'd have 5.5 for their 10-sided dice, and they would get plus two, so they have 7.5. A ranger will have 13 hit points of because mm-hmm. they get 4.5 times 2 and then plus 4. Now, that gets, if you're a cleric ranger, that's going to get watered down. When right. you take the ranger hit, or the way I did it, I had some bit of con, I didn't like this, but I did the ranger total and the cleric total and, and divided it by 2. Yeah, that's right. And it watered it down significantly. It wasn't... Well, it's 3D, and if, let's say if, that, if they had a con bonus, it would be 3D8 plus the con bonus times 3 yeah. divided by 2. Right, yeah. Right up. yeah, you were right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they get plus one is to damage, not to hit. That's right. This is this is the class. idea of the giant class, and again, it's even in quotation, so I'm quotating. So plus one uh, for each level. So and the idea is because they're they're very proficient at fighting these hordes that are trying to take over the 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 you know the outlands. Right, and it's obviously important for people to understand that giant class doesn't literally mean giants. Right. Because you get smaller, clearly. Yeah, they have orcs, they have gnolls, they have kobolds, which are not giant class. So um, this one is is huge. Even the plus one damage. Uh, They are going to be your humanoid. um, Like the cleric is your best friend against undead. The ranger is your best friend against humanoids. Right. And again, you can envision the Lord of the Rings, even the movies that came out later, you know, just... Uh, especially if they're kobolds and they're high level, they just would go. They would swath through them with their d- extra damage. Oh, that's right. Well, and the they get a, they get extra multiple, hits too. Multiple right? attacks because they're less than one hit. Time. I was surprised to see on Facebook there was a discussion, a debate as to whether or not rangers and paladins get exceptional strength. It's o- whether it's only fighters mm. proper. I always had assumed yes, it's it's subclass, and I think people pointed out in some of the modules. Yeah. That rangers and, and paladins had exceptional strength, I, and I, we've we've, and that's a great point. I think a lot of times when the book is confusing, uh, or there's um, potentially contradictory things, this is where the original modules are helpful because they are official TSR products. Many of them came from conventions, yeah. and and if one's a well, certainly if it's a Gygax module, right? Then yeah, if it's a Gygax module and they have exceptional strength, then you should be good to go. So right, so you agree that that's the way you play it, right? I, I do too. Now, I've talked about sometimes uh, because the, and we'll talk about this in later, a little bit more, the difference, I feel that the fighter class is underpowered in relation to paladins and, and rangers because, uh, and particularly rangers, they only have to pay 2250 to go up a level, whereas a fighter is 2000 Look how many more benefits that you have. Yes, there are restrictions. Yeah. Um, so... There is arguments for, like later on the book that shall not be named, uh, I allow specialization for fighters. I don't allow specialization for rangers. Yeah, and that was one of the arguments was that it that fighters specialize in combat and, right. or, and, 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 and I guess improving their strength, let's say, 
And so it was nice to give some of an incentive then sure. to be a fighter. I but. think, you know, that's not rules as written. And the same thing, like I just said, is not rules as written. Um, but there's there's a reason why you're doing it, because you want to encourage that. And, and I've even said, well, only straight fighters. If you're multi-class, you don't have the time to do it. But that's a DM program. Okay. The other huge advantage, number two, they surprise opponents 50% of the time and are themselves surprised 16% of the time. Now, I've ruled at times... Um, that, you know, if they're wearing, this doesn't say if they're wearing full plate mail and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, carrying around giant weapons and, you know, their pack mules, are they able to be as stealthy and surprising? I, I don't think so, but it doesn't say it here. So I'm sure many DMs, and I'm sure some of the DMs, we've got a lot of great DMs online, they may allow that or may not allow it. Yeah, and I think the good news, I think in the surprise, I'm trying to point my rules, I think in the discussion of surprise, doesn't it talk about it's always sort of adjustable? Yes. Right? I mean, so you can pretty much do what you want. Sure. Right? I mean, it's not just, if you're just doing a straight surprise roll all the time, that's, I don't think that you're doing a great job, right? You should always be adjusting it based upon the context, I think, right? Yeah. And I have um, said that when the rangers surprise, it's only if they're by themselves, not if they're in the party. They don't get the jump Agreed. Up. Oh, I would agree to that. Yeah, so, uh, but they do help the party if they are on the surprise side. So that's why typically they help advantage on that. Yes, that is, that is the real benefit. Um, See, Vic agrees with me. That's right. If people have plate mail, they're not sneaking around. Yeah, was Unless like, they have a silence on, then that would be a different thing. Is it, well, yeah, noise, light, and a particular condition of a monster can negate the chance of surprise. If one party is making considerable noise that is discernible by the other party, the latter will have the option of fleeing or concealment. Well, that's not really uh, relevant. So, players can avoid being surprised most of the time by taking measures to prevent surprise. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's very contextual. Okay. So here's another huge... So we've already said three things that are but tremendous. Is there more? There is, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so they have more hit points. They fight better against most of the creatures you're going to start with in beginning level. They, they reduce the surprise, and if they're walking around themselves, mm-hmm. uh, they surprise others. Then they track, which again is either the most broken thing or never used by people. I, I've never seen... Either we have players who go, I want to track all the time, or they forget right. about it. Right. So tracking is possible both outdoor and underground in dungeons-like settings. So there's the underground, which says, uh, underground the ranger must have observed the creature to be tracked. And this is a very important mm-hmm. thing of the commencement of tracking. So there, I think we've seen, and I've made the mistake too, we've seen two versions of mm. tracking versus identifying tracks, which is a different Oh, animal. good point. Right? So... Um, I, th- I think what you could do is, uh, I, I've seen the players want to know tracks. They want to look and go, who's come by here? And they want to know, oh, oh there's 12, uh, you know, 12 orcs or this or that. This really talks about tracking, which is yeah. you've seen the creature recently, now you're trying to follow wow, it. Wow, you're right. That's right. This really ta- this talks about following a creature. So A says... So it says tracking is this is and look this is the only tracking rule right three right. on page twenty four this is it right. right tracking is possible both outdoors and underground in dungeons and like settings colon and I don't think I paid enough attention to the language you you have underground the ranger must have observed the creature to be tracked within three turns thirty minutes 
of the commence of the tracking, and the ranger must begin track. So basically, yeah, you're not able to, I mean, I guess as a DM, if, if, if a monster has left visible tracks, then anybody, right. you as a DM can be like, yeah, you see a bunch of footprints. Right, exactly. But if the ranger is using this, they had to have seen the it's creature. Fun, the creature. Right. And then they can observe, they has to be observed within 30 minutes, and then you do the percentages of it. And, it, and B was probably, you know, so is B the same thing though? So outdoors, there's a base 9% chance of the ranger being able to follow a creature. Does that mean, this is weird, it doesn't say, do I have to have seen the creature? Is it like underground? It doesn't Which say. Which one? I'm sorry. B, so outdoors. B. So 3B, 3A, it's clear I must have observed the creature to right. be tracked in three turns. Yeah, well, B so, just says outdoors, there's a base 90% chance of a ranger being able to fo yeah. follow a creature. Right, so it's talking about following. And, and David says, he's got some info back in the day. If you remember when we interviewed David Thompson, um, he, in his younger days, he actually wrote TSR. I wonder if this is one of the questions that he asked about. So I'm sure he'll, yeah. he'll put it on the chat or he'll, you can send it to us later. But um, typically what the players want to do is, I want to see, and we've done it, I want to see who's, how many creatures have come by and who they are. That's what they're sure. always at. And so we roll percentages, and, and if they roll well, oh, you see there's four humanoid tracks yeah, and two yeah. this and that. When really, um, that's probably giving more information than you need to get. It probably is, and that's a shame. You're, you're a bit of a scrooge here, but I know you're just you're trying to do by the book here. Because I, as a DM, actually don't mind the ranger doing a lot of that. I mean, there's so much deadly stuff. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So you know that there's been five, so you know five ogres walked into this room. It doesn't bother me that you use that skill and now you know, but perhaps they shouldn't be using that skill. Um, oh, okay, great. So, hey, uh, David, put your link to your, uh, um, to your ebook on in the chat because I'm sure people want to go to it. That would be super helpful. Yeah, so, all right, so the lesson here is don't, assume tracking is as good as you may think it is. Well, I, th I think we gotta remember, if, 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 you, if they're using it to kind of detect monster, that's probably not appropriate. If they're using it to track, and you wanna give them some semblance, you know, it's like the classic uh, uh, movies from the West when the Indian guide, ooh, they were, you know, they were, they were trying to cover their tracks because they were walking two abreast or whatever the case may be. They, mm -hmm. You can give some general information, but uh, I think a lot of times the DM rolls over and gives them way too much information. Like, yes, four skeletons, two gnolls, uh, you know, uh, you know, Unugu passed by yeah, here. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, th this guy was wounded. He had, uh, you know, one guy had a limp and right. giving out all this information. Right. There was a small girl who walked by, all that. Well, you know what would be fun is I think that maybe you base it on the role. So let's sure. say, right, so let's say that I'm a, and, and I like to say that I think 3B to me suggests that I don't have to have first seen the creature because for every 24 hours which have elapsed, right. that sounds like I don't necessarily have to see the creature. I think it's because it's in their native element. I think they're better at tracking outside too. There's more clues. I like that. I buy that. So let's say I roll a one. I think a one then are you like, you pick up a little drop and you can yeah. tell by the gate and all this. You what have you a DNA like, machine, you have a... Basically, right, you roll the one. Like right. uh, Cornel, oh, it was a Yukon Cornelius, gold. He's yeah, like, oh, I right. figured it out. Yeah. Rats. No blood. <laughs> no blood. There was a goat here. Goat, goat dung. <laughs> there was a goat. <laughs> oh, man. I think it was a giant goat here. Yeah, that's it's not nutty. That's, that's not good. That's goat, good. that's goat dung. Yeah. Um, I think... Just, 
It's like there, a wine tasting. What was that oh, movie? Right, there was a fight here. Oh, it was Lord of the Rings. There was. Remember, he was trying to figure out where the where the um, where the hobbits went after the big that's, fight. See, that's, if you take that away, that's very cool. That's, though. Yeah, that's I don't right. want to take that away from the range. There was a knoll. He was walking. He had a bow out. He looked up and stopped. Right. And then he was thrown over there. Well, he rolled. Well, number one, it was Aragorn, right? Yeah. Was Aragorn? I, I believe so. And I think he rolled a one. He probably, he probably rolled, rolled a one, one on that one. Exactly. Well, he is Aragorn, right? Your, your, your chance. Oh, yes. So uh, that's that's right. Um, the book that shall not be named later. If this is one advantage, check one. If, if well, not for you. You don't want you don't want to nerf this. But in uh, they really nerfed it in uh, the book that shall not be named. Oh, and tell me again what nerfing means made it better. Yeah. So like a nerf ball. Yeah, nerf football. I love well, what, it's soft, so it doesn't hurt as much. Right. That's what so nerfing like, means. Oh, so they, it's like, they weakened it. That's better. Yeah. yeah they've gone nerf, soft. Yeah, they've gone soft. So there. Uh, it's it's based on your level, so it's like ten percent. Well, I was just level. about to say that that actually makes sense. Don't right. you get better right. the more you do it? Right. Well, that's what they did. So they changed it, and so now first level you can't find anything. You can't. You, you're like the thief again. You're right. the, <laughs> you're worse <laughs> than the thief. The, the ranger's like, I got nothing. The thief's like, yeah, there's no trap <laughs> and the poison needle. <laughs> but they have the hit points to deal with it. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. Fourth level. Fourth and fifth say. Why? Right. Okay. They uh, at eighth level they get druid. Wait, who's spell. making it to eighth level? It, uh, there are games I've heard that people get to eighth level. Okay. All right. There are adventures where the characters are not killed by their DM by third or fourth <laughs> level. I, you, you may not be aware of it, but they're, they are using unearth arcana. All right. Yeah. Druid. And now that's cool to use druid spells. That's cool. Yeah. That seems very. But you know what? I don't know, man. You're like a ranger. I mean, spells. And Druid, which again, the ironic part is, um, you know, the whole ranger, uh, elves can't be rangers, they can't be uh, druids until the book that shall not be named. Then, oh, that gets better. Ninth level, they can do limited magic user ability. It's not weird. Where did that come from? Well, that's that's why I asked. I'm sure there's some archetype. I think uh, David was saying one of the uh, books about it. So I'm sure it came from some... That they were these mystical, you know, mm-hmm. woodland wild creatures, mm-hmm. you know, guardians of that. And then at tenth level, each ranger attracts a body of two to twenty-four followers. Note that these henchmen, once lost, can never be replaced, and although mercenaries can be hired, of course, these followers are determined by the GM. So here is a great opportunity. Great, you're you're a ranger lord, a ranger knight, excuse me. Uh, no, you're a ranger lord, which makes sense. Your name level. And then you, you as the DM, get to roll two to twenty-four unique followers. Isn't Why can they never be replaced? Because they're loyal. They just they can't. They'll never come back. These are this is it. You get well, your allotment. Wow. Yeah. That's it. So like the other ones are like now they already they already rolled. That's it exactly. Yeah, just roll. All right. And again, as far as you know, this is again first edition. Not a whole lot. Uh, this idea apparently these are restrictions. So the restriction is number one: you have to be good, right? Which for many, if the DM played it properly, right. for many players that would be difficult. And and if they did, if they became non-good, they would stay ranger. They could never. They would become a fighter. They could never become a ranger, and they'd have eight. Hey, that left. would be good. I think I'm going to do that for one of my players in the game. It's the guy who was a ranger. Like the fallen ranger. Wow, I'm sure or the fallen paladin is just a fighter now. Yeah, and and now the question is, uh, I think we asked this about paladin. Do you all, the DMs out there, do you force them to keep using the XP table of the, of the ranger, or do they get to use the XP table of the fighter going forward? 
Oh, and what happens to your... You lose all your abilities. And they care... Do I keep my hit points? So let's say that I... You keep your hit points, but you have to roll an eight-sided dice going forward. Okay, but I at least keep my hit points. Yeah. All right, all right, and the eight-sided. Oh, yeah, and where am I at? Which table? I gotta go to the fighter. Don't I go to the fighter table? The Rangers Wars, oh, so you think it's like a punishment. Right. You're like, what would Gary do? Who would do the worst one? Oh, that's right, he'd do the worst one. <laughs> so, oh, so that's horrible. Right, exactly. So you're a fighter, but you're, hey, look, at level thir- at level two, I'm Strider. You are Strider, but not the I'm Strider. A Strider. You're a Strider. You're not the right. Strider. Right. And no more than three Rangers may ever operate at any time. So this prevents everyone wanting to be a Ranger. And I've heard that, well, oh, yeah, and I've heard the justification for that is that, you know, if there's, more than three, you're not dividing and conquering and right. protecting the Protecting you know, the, the, border, the vast hint borderlands. The border exactly. keep on the border, exactly. Yep. And then we just, we talked about the, you know, trying to figure out how much money. And then and then a later you can construct the straw hole. They conform with fighter classes and other respects. So I can, I have no, well, I guess we'll get to that. Because I can wear, pla- it seems weird that I can wear plate mail as right. a ranger. I feel like it should like only be maybe chained. I guess we'll get to that now. Yep, well, so... Um, Let's talk about the items that they can do. So if we keep going and we're flipping, we are flipping. We actually go back a little bit. Oh, tell me where I'm going. Uh, I think you have to go before the classes. Yeah, page 19. Armor and weapon permitted. Okay. So they can uh, use anything. So any that's weird to me. I don't think of a ranger and plate mail, do you? No, but they do it all the time. Boo, power gamer. That's power right, gamer. Power, the power gamer. Uh, oh, they want magical plate mail, so it's light, too. That's the other thing they want. Do you have any doubt that if I played a ranger, I'd be like, on a, like... Leather. Exactly. And then everyone would be like, boo, you're like going to die. Maybe, need maybe you. studded like, leather. I'm sorry. Yeah, with your 13 decks. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. And a shield. You'd right. Have, you'd, have, like, you'd have like... Maybe seven, a shield. AC7. You'd be like, I'm well, I'd be like the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a spear and that. Um, all right, so any armor, fine. Any shield, fine. Right. Any weapon, oh, and then there's a height thing. Did you know that on except you may know this, but I keep forgetting it, that exceptional strength, there's limitations in the strength chart on page nine. So like a half-orc. Yep. So not everyone can be, like a half-orc cannot have an 1800. Yes. 18, right? Only humans can. Male half-four characters, 1899 is the maximum. Correct. And this is really strange, and we may have talked about this. I think, so a dwarf cannot have 1800. Only human. And yeah. male Only half, male human. Yeah, male half-elf is 1890. And a male elf is 1875. Well, and what's interesting, it says 180-1850 maximum for female human, but then... If you wanted to be literal, eighteen double zero says maximum human strength. It doesn't say maximum male human strength. So you oh, but it's so, got to be male. So if you wanted to be uh, more fair and, and not deal with the sexist nature of this forty-year-old document, you could claim that. Well, I understand. Do you really view that as? I mean, it's on average. I think men are stronger than women. I think on average. Well, cl- yes, clearly on average. But we're talking about exceptional people. That, that, right. that would be the same thing. Right. Well, why, you know, certain people are right. on average this or that. We right. can be super geniuses. Why couldn't they be strong? Zena would like. Right. I wouldn't say that to Zena. She no, like, she'd break you my, in half. Right. She'd snap you like a twig. Right. What strength was that? I, I haven't seen I people go. have an issue with this, but you know, if you wanted to be, and later they've eliminated that thing. It's 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 the same thing like a lot of these things. It's yes, uh, uh, when you observe it, it, makes observationally, biologically, yes, on average, 
men are stronger and dumber than women. I mean, it's very clear. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's no, they, our intelligence should be lower. Mm -hmm. can, we have a new, can we have a new segment? Which is that, it's, it's like the hate, arena. Hate, hate arena? Oh. No, no, I'm really digging what I was saying. Um, it's a giant goat, like, you know, takes on all comers. Oh, oh, you King know? of the Hill kind of thing. Oh, I don't know anything about that. So King of the Hill is the, whoever's on the hill, he, he pushes everyone down until you take them down, and then that person. There you go, so he's like at the top of the mountain. So he is, he's got the, he's got the belt. He has the yeah. champion can belt. Call, can we call it like top of the mountain? It's okay, so the next week, so right now Giant Goat so is at the So whenever we roll, Random Monster has, has to fight, to fight the, giant. the Giant Goat. Yeah, that's right, that's we have right. the winner. The winner, and then who, if he beats the Giant Goat, then they become King of the Hill. Exactly. So we'll no, no, top of the mountain. Top of the mountain. King, right? They're on top of the mountain because the giant goat is on top of the okay, mountain. Top of the mountain, which wouldn't make much sense. Top of the died. mountain, yes, that'll be that'll be the, the king of the mountain. Okay, mountain king. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on that. <laughs> Give us ideas. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we digress. We are honoring Ted. You know Ted. what we should do? Mm. When we do now, what we should do is before we do a random roll uh -huh. for monster, we should roll percentile, and if we get zero one, can it be a random deity? Okay, sure. Because can you see, like, then, then, room short ever? <laughs> that's right. Then against the goat. Exactly. Good news is then we won't have to worry about, uh, well, that could be a small animal presented by the deity. It may not be the deity themselves. We have to figure that out. Oh, right. right. I think it's a 10% chance, and then you have to roll. Oh, that would be a good segment. Pray, praying to my deity, like the prayer, prayer session. <laughs> and, and, and before we do the random monster, we do a prayer session to see if it can be a deity or the random, or the, right? Yes. Okay. I, so what's interesting for those who are listening, when, when Dan gets here, he literally has no idea. He's like, what are we doing today? I have no idea. He has no idea. What did we do last week? Then he gets here. He comes I, up with all these ideas. It took, me like, it took me like a really long time to realize that you put the agenda up on the screen. Right. You, I must have been driving you crazy because you're yeah. like, that's coming up. Doesn't yeah. he see that? I didn't yeah. know that was up there. So <laughs> this is what happens. Then he comes up with all these yeah. ideas, and I'm the one who yes. has to figure out how to do it. Oh, you just throw those out anyway. No, I, keep, I keep them. No, because I, I use the restroom there, and I see these things no, all littered in the that lies. little waste now you're just Now you're just trying to cause drama. I am making okay. up. All right, on to the ranger. So any weapon. So that's really good. I mean, I would, if I was... I don't think so. I don't think he knows we're talking about D&D. &D. You're exactly right. About AD&D. AD&D, that's right. Oh, I'm the only one that's keeping this AD&D pure. Everyone else is like, what change you, the rules. What are, you, uh, what are you running December 7th? Yeah, Holmes Base. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, going. but it's a prelude to AD&D, right? That's Remember, true. It's, a, it's true. the gateway game. It is the gateway game. So, it's the marijuana of uh, tabletop <laughs> role-playing. I would, I, yeah, I would have liked to have seen the Ranger have some restrictions on armor. Yeah. And, and maybe even weapons and, you know, to make them. And I wouldn't even mind on our exceptional strength to make them, you know. And, and this is where I think DMs should... Have the right, and this is one. That's definitely more of a first edition thing, and that's where I don't agree with later editions. Which kind of, you know, we talked about the rule of cool. We talked about fun over everything, but this is where, if your campaign, the Rangers are these tanks where they don't track yeah. and they're just super fighters. Great, then they're that. Uh, they 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 diminish. They wear armor, they wear plate mail, they're more fighters, they don't get the druidic thing. No, you're more of a nature attuned, you're mm -hmm. part of the wilderness. Okay, you get the druid, you get the tracking, but you can only wear, you know, elk chain or less or something right. like that. Yeah, that, that to me seems perfectly... Uh, my show prep is awesome, sir. I say half of us is. The other half, I can't speak for it. Yeah, the, the prep is good. <laughs> it's, it's what we're best at. Unfortunately, no one sees that. 
You should publish the I, I should publish agenda. this. I do publish. They can follow along. All right. So what? So who can be? Who a, can be a ranger? Well, this is easy too. Can Dewar's James? Can Dewar's be a ranger? Uh, is is Dan running the game? Uh, boo. <laughs> Dan. Dan, who wishes he was the Dan he wants to be, that's would right. Say no. So the answer is no. Else cannot be. Right. Should Which, we, of course, is causes a whole constellation. Can we pause talking about that now or keep going and come back to that? Uh, we'll, we'll get back to it. Okay. Gnomes. Of co- well, of course that they can. Half elves? Yes. Yeah, but less than 17 strength, 6th level. 17 strength, 7th level. Uh, otherwise, 8th. Okay. Halflings? No. Half orcs? No. And humans? Unlimited. So this is. How many? Is this the most restricted? Clerics, you can have three races, right? Paladin's the most restricted. Oh, because okay. it's only human, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Rangers is second most restrictive, I guess? Uh, oh, no. Druids are pretty restricted, too. Humans and half-elves. Yeah. Well, the most is uh, monk and paladin. Oh, because it's only humans. Yeah. I gotcha. Yep. Okay. So... What Sage Advice said about, because everyone wants to be, not everyone. A lot of people want. An elven ranger. And, and usually it's the first level character, it's the new person. They want to be a female elf ranger or a f- druid. female elf druid. Right. They want to be that. And then right. you sit there and go, mm. Mm. okay, how, how much do I need this player? Right. How many players do I have? And it's typically a female, I found. Wow. We've had two. In our in our era, and okay. and so here we are. No, you can't be that, and your strength can't be that. Thanks for coming to first edition. I'm right, glad, this glad. game sucks. <laughs> now and then they play. They play a druid, and they're half, and then they die. Our druids kept dying. Yes, remember the druids died hard. One left. Right. Well, it died when she wasn't there. Yes, she wasn't very happy. And about she that. didn't come back. Right. I'm sure she said a lot of nice things on Twitter about us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so sage advice, and it wasn't Guy Gax, it was not canon, but said, the question was asked, why can't elves be rangers? Because it seems like they should be, nature, woodland, is that rangers are bloodthirsty. They love killing. They love killing, uh, humanoids. Yep. And elves love life too much. Now I know you've mentioned. The elven assassin. We talked about that. Right, it was think, a good conversation. Yeah. Right? The elven assassin, I think is, you know, they're, they're evil. The good elf. Right. Loves life. And doesn't isn't bloodthirsty enough. The half elf has has been tainted with the human right. potential for hatred and killing, and so that's why it's Spock. But the, that has let the other side take over. Right, exactly. Not very Spock like. Okay. So uh, yeah, so there it is. And I'm I, again, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I mean, this is part of the thing with with first edition that I'm people get bent out of shape about a lot of things that really don't matter. It's the rules. It is what it is. You know, why do plate why is plate mail six inch movement? It is what it is. Does, yeah. it, does it matter? I think the only time you should adjust the rules, and I only time I adjust the rules for the most part, is does it speed up the game? Like you, as I've gotten older. My adherence to the rules is is waning, not because I don't want to follow. It's just it's too much overhead. Yeah, it's yeah. I would love to do weapon speed and armor adjustment, but I need players who are going to help me with this. And I have t- if I have ten players, and they're all trying to figure out, you know, a longsword versus chain, and they don't have it written down, and, and they're rolling and they're trying to figure out what the, it's it's too long. It takes too long. Yeah, it kills it. And so um, it's it's more of a. a uh, you know, a, a concession for keeping the game going, keeping the action moving forward. I'd rather spend more time narrating and, and doing some of that than do. So, 
Uh, I don't have a problem with this. If this is it, it is what it is. And sometimes we, you know, we have to have these, and, and later editions have put, built all this lore to kind of explain it. Just, it is what it is. This is, because Gary said so. Moving on. I agree. Okay. I think we've said that. Half elves can abandon their stuff. Okay, nice. So, um, Wait, what does that mean half elves can abandon their stuff? I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. Dave, explain that. I don't know what that means. Oh, well, uh, no, I don't know what it means. He'll, he'll tell us. Okay. So, as far as um, the other dis- slight disadvantage is if for multiple attacks on page 25, they um, don't go up as fast a level when it comes to combat. Mm-hmm. So, at seventh level, typically fighters get three attacks per two, eighth level for rangers. Yeah. So that is one tweak um, that acknowledges that rangers are super powerful and they get some advantages. Now, over as far as hit points, the main advantage, because they get 11 hit dice versus nine for fighter, if they have a constitution bonus, they're going to get end up with more hit points generally. Yeah. That's the big advantage. And uh, so, yeah, they're awesome. And oh, multi-class, let's talk about oh, multi-class. Yeah, that's right. Because I think, is there only one? I believe so. The cleric? The cleric ranger. Can I be an assassin ranger? Uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Who am I killing people? Woodland creatures? Huh? Am I killing woodland creatures? Who no. am I assassinating? Well, you'd be, well, again, the eco-terrorist. I think that... Oh. I love that druid, ranger, assassin, eco-terrorist hit squad. Oh, there was, if I recall correctly, in Dragon Magazine, there was this indication that you could be like oh, okay. for being a druid ranger. And it took, the ne- it took a letter, mm. probably a lot of letters, to point out that there was an alignment conflict. Oh, yeah. And they had to correct druid. it. Right? I think they didn't they do it. I think they did an article on the ranger druid and how to be a ranger druid and had forgotten. But right. there was an alignment conflict that right. I thought was entertaining. Well, I think in the book that shall not be named uh, allows that as a as a, a thing. And they're like, well, how could you allow that? That's, uh, that's, that's right. It doesn't. Right. Or maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So, yes, rangers are low. Uh, so, David, uh, rangers are loners. They travel light. Half elves don't get involved with any of their professional vagrants. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing with the half elf, just like the half orc, they're kind of straddling between two cultures. And, oh. Um, you know, they, they can... They have that struggle. They're not really... They're like half-orcs. Right, exactly. Yeah, they, they, they're not in either society. Right. Uh, half-orcs tend to gravitate, uh, if, if they're orc enough or they're human enough, they can go one or the other. But they're, they're, they don't fit in either one. They're misfits. And elves have spirits. So if you're half-elf, you're not going to get resurrected. Right? If you're a half-elf, right? you, you have a soul. Oh, you do, oh, you do have a that's oh, right. you do have a soul. Elves the have human spirit. part. Yeah, elves, the human that's part. right. Elves and orcs... You're dead. Spirits. Just have a nice day. So half elf. So that's not so bad to be. So okay, to be a half elf. Right. I think the cleric ranger. So just to confirm this, <laughs> the cler- the cleric ranger mm-hmm. is the only multi class. Which is an awesome. amazing. I think it is. Right. Even though you don't get a high, a super high level, um, because you can only be what fifth level as a cleric, half elf, something like that. Yeah, uh-huh. fifth level. Fifth level for cleric. Yeah. So what? So. You're religious, you're a ranger, but you're very devout. Yeah, and you're a bloodthirsty killer. Well, Glades, that's what she yeah. is. Yeah. She's a limner. She's a homicidal maniac. 
she? She forgets her. She forgets. In fact, she's really more of a ranger cleric than a cleric ranger because she remembers that she's a killer. Right. But she forgets, and she did pray the first session. Right. Uh, she was very devout, but then after seeing combat the first time, she's like, Yeah, she mm. lost her religion. She lost. <laughs> there is no God. Why have you abandoned me? She's like, But I could help you. I could cure you. Nope, you can't help me. This is. That was hilarious. This is awful. When you saw John the blacksmith. Yeah. I'm really hurt. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, could be. You know, uh, could you have any way to heal it? Why don't you hear that yourself? That would be nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah well, he was a veteran. <laughs> he understood it better than I did. He was a veteran. That was hilarious. I should probably have him train me. Um, all right. What else do we have to say about that? So the role in the party. Um, you know, they're going to be your front line, uh, assuming you don't play Dan's way, which is eschewing armor and you don't have a a, a, a dexterity. <laughs> Um, you're gonna, you're, they're gonna be a frontline fighter, uh, or they can be a bow, you know, in the back. But first edition with uh, missile melee into combat, if your DM is very uh, strict about that, does limit some of those opportunities. But they're clearly gonna have m- uh, more hit points than most mm-hmm. of the rest of the party. They're gonna be the the guy up in or gal up in front who's gonna take a lot of the blows, right? And and deal with that. So you definitely. Um, if you want to play someone who's going to be in the fight, has a lot of hit points, and that's the guy, for, that's the person for you. Um, there's really no disadvantages. They're, they're by far one of the best uh, classes that you can play. Uh, and then it's a question of the party makeup. Uh, I'm, you know, I will play the characters to fill out the party. I'm not one of these. Well, I must play this or that. You know, so if, if the group needs a ranger, I'll be the ranger. If the group needs a thief, I'll be the thief. So. Um, that you know, their their role is really to, to take the beating, and, and it really is you know third level. They could easily have twenty something hit points. Uh, second level, twenty something hit points. Yeah, and you know we've seen that in a number of games. One of our pl- players, uh, Marty, he consistently plays either a fighter or a ranger, and you know if you, you've got twenty hit points, you're going to take three or four blows before you go down. And Nick had a had a very powerful ranger. He did. He had did his very... character got taken over? Didn't it by somebody now? Is that so? He is he is an NPC at this point. Got it. Okay. He is an NPC. They've re uh, he's taken over. Uh, he he's helping the elves restore the city that was lost to them. That's what he's doing. So he's a friend of the party. Uh, yeah, the, that's why the ranger is the barbarian. And then you know later uh, uh, classes we had barbarians and this and that. But originally they were the tank. They were the ones who could take the most beatings and. Um, they're great. So would Conan be a ranger? And well, that's what David's arguing. Yeah, that's that's what David's uh, arguing. Mm-hmm. Except he didn't have the magic use. So. All right, um, I think that wraps up with that. Now, update in the module. Very exciting news uh, for GrogCon. I know we probably should have done it before. Uh, Carlos sent us digital copy. I yeah. haven't had a chance to look at it, but I saw. I just went through it quickly. And, wow, me too. Fantastic. He works so fast. Right. Crazy. It's embarrassing. Right. I mean, to not to him, to to us. I yeah. mean, I struggle. I mean, you know, these tournament modules. Well, that's and, professional know, versus amateur, and exactly. that's not a slam on you. We, I worked Without with you question. on that yeah. uh, module. Yeah. It just takes so long. Yeah. So I think um, we just need to hire him. I'm not looking at it because I intend to play it. So I just looked at the cover and and scanned through it. It's just right. super amazing. So. We're probably going to give some of them away for those at the mm-hmm. GrogCon. So, mm-hmm. again, please get there. And we're looking forward to seeing Amanda and Carlos in a few weeks and Vic and Jeannie in a couple, a few weeks. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Exactly. So, um, do we have suggestions? Suggestions. Suggestions.
Well, I just I want to suggest the best of dragons if you can get them. You can find them, and I found when I buy a best of dragon, it so many of the articles are really. I mean, obviously it's the best of dragon, but so many of the articles are good. Right. So, I mean, I, I think I remember looking at one and they had like, you know, different colored dragons, which I thought was really interesting. I've noticed you were using that for right, some of the right. things. I'll just say it that way. You were looking into that. And that's what made me think of it. So I just, you know, want to recommend that, you know, if, if you're not going to try to find particular dra- dragon magazines, invest in the best of dragon. Because I think that, uh, I think pretty much all of the articles in there, are, I think they did a good job in picking out what really are some of the best. I believe there are five articles. volumes. Uh, I have two of them. I could have got the other three for like 20 bucks and I didn't pull the trigger, mm-hmm. so I'm a little unhappy with myself. I, I also would have had all five of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they condense a lot of things. Uh, you know, if, if you don't have a lot of money, there's someone out there who is uh, archived. When are we going to rock concert t-shirts have advertised? Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I'm, I'll wear one next week, Vic. Vic asks, why am I wearing Ralph Lauren again? They, they, have, they have never responded to me, and yet I keep pimping their... their yeah, product. right? Probably because... When are you going to get a clue? Because, <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh, <laughs> I told you, they're going to give a restraining order, then I'll get the clue. Steve, stop that, which we threatened. Um, I, I do have some uh, good concert t-shirts. I'll have to wear my uh, Queensryche one or something like that from uh, 2001 or something like that. What is it? Was it... Did they open for someone? Or no, they, they were the headline? they were the headline. Oh, really? Yeah. Who opened for them? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't. I think they no striper. No, it wasn't striper. Uh, striper would be amazing. They were great. They're the guitarist uh, Oz Fox. He was amazing. Night but Ranger. Not, Night Ranger would be amazing too. They, you, those great guitarists. Docking. Sorry. Docking. Have to go forever. We, we want those they, uh, monsters of hair. That would be great. <laughs> How much hair they have left? <laughs> the last follicle standing. The hair bed. Oh yeah. There's a big ball part here, and they just get the long. They could, you know. Yeah, the mullet, the mullet without the top. Is Twisted Sister still together? Probably not. Probably just Dee Snider or something. Yeah, one of the guys died in there. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the drummer he died, but I think the other. Oh, two. did he have like the black? I don't know. Yeah, um, a little bit like I that. Don't know. Yeah. So, because they're from New York, so that's why I know them. Yeah, that's right. I've seen them more than once in New York. Oh, that's right. Did you? They were see- they were a local band. Like Who Death was a local band. What is, what is-, is that? The Grog Line. Three, two, one. Should I answer this? Sure. You? Let's see what happens. Oh, I missed oh, it. Yeah. I don't think so. It was like something 9,000. Okay. That's not the crock line. So, uh, so hold on. My uh, suggestion, let's see if this is... Can we grab something for you there? I got this one. This one? Yes. This is, well, this is not, this is the, not the first one, but this is I-4, but I would suggest getting I-3, 4, and 5. This is from Phil Myers and Tracy Hickman. This is the, if you want something a little bit different... Um, this is based, uh, it's a, uh, Egyptian type theme. The first one was Pharaoh, Oasis of White Palm, and, uh, the fifth one was Tomb of Martek. Uh, I read these before I read, uh, um, either Dragonlance or, um, Ravenloft. And this was one of the first, uh, series I was really compelled by the story of it. And you can get it compiled in the... Deserts of Desolation book. You know, a lot of time later when they were trying to resell things to get more money, cash drabs, they put them all together. These are pretty, pr- very expensive because well, I'm like, oh, I have this one here. Uh, so it's a, it's an Egyptian slash theme. I mean, look at the uh, quality of this. Is, wow, very nice. See, it's yeah. quality of that. They have 3D mm-hmm. things. I'll show everyone here really quick. Spoiler. Um, very good 
module. A lot of story, a lot of plot. Um, it's a different theme. Again, you could have a, a desert-based ranger, which would then fit more in. They're not going to have plate mail if they're a desert-based ranger. You don't have to be... That's hot. Uh, literally. Um, yeah. It'd be like the spell. What's that spell? Uh, heat metal? Yeah, it'd be like... Be the equivalent of a heat metal spell. So here, the the idea is you are your traditional characters, like you're from the West, like your Crusaders or something going in there. But you could start the campaign, have a couple introductory modules, and make it uh, desert themed. Mm -hmm. And so there, making a desert ranger would be would be amazing. You could uh, um, have that situation where instead of you know, the, the ranger being the strider thing, mm -hmm. they would be this kind of Bedouin <laughs> camel. You could even have, have a camel or a goat. That's your, that's your mount. Right. Yeah, as a camel. Yeah. Do you have a desert gnome? Well, desert gnome. Why not? I detect shifting sand. <laughs> Speak to bur bur burrowing animals. Well, that's the only problem with that is that it does get a little weird when you got the dwarf and the gnome and the... Why not? What's yeah, the, the burrowing animal, scorpion. The scorpions burrow. Yeah, they're burrowing. They're not mammals. Hey, Mr. Though. Scorpion. They're not, bur they're not mammals. Uh, oh, that's right. Burrowing mammals. They're not just burrowing animals. I, I assume they're mammals out there. You could tailor that to your thing. Mm -hmm. I'd yeah. like, you know, a desert theme and, you know, then you can, because there's, I mean, look at Sinbad and, and mm -hmm. Aladdin. There's just a lot of flavor there. So um, you can get these on drive through RPG, uh, but it's just well done. And it's just before, um, you know, I, what I wasn't a fan of Dragonlance was it was very, it felt very railroady to me. Mm -hmm. This was just at the line of being a railroad. Mm -hmm. There was a story that was driven, but it wasn't uh, to that. So It was again, like an overgrown path. Sinbad could be a ranger, exactly. Wait, but what's the comment before that? What's my bubble? I'm, I imagine there are three people that surround Dan at all times keeping his little bubble. Uh, I, th I think something... I'm not sure what David was talking about. I I'm going to take it as a compliment. It is probably a compliment. Thank you. Thank you, David. All right. Well, in the spirit of actually getting done a little bit early on time, we need to roll D10. Oh, to see how the episode went. All right, right. you want to roll it? No, you should roll it, Dan. You haven't been here. That's true. I only missed one week. Five. All right, all right. What do you mean you missed one week? You missed two weeks. But we didn't have an episode that week. Well, right? last week you, you missed, and the week before you weren't here. Cause we, but you weren't, we didn't have an episode last week. We didn't have an episode because you had... Things you had to do. And then I said, well, I'm not going to do it by myself. Oh. Though in the future, I think... Uh, People I th would prefer that. <laughs> no, I don't think that. <laughs> I think they I think they just like getting together and chatting. So. Three people and eight cats. Three people and eight cats. Hey. Good job. That's so false. It's that, seven cats right now. It's seven cats. What happened to the cat, Dan? This, what, what happened to the cat? It's been seven. Oh. You mean did one die? Uh, yeah. No, no. I have four permanent right now. And we have... Do you run like some kind of restaurant? That three. They're... Cats come and go, and then there's a special. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, They're eating out of the house and home? Oh, that's expensive. It is expensive. Let me tell you. Those kittens eat. Yeah. That's, you're a better man than me. I have, one, I have one child. Like goats. Yeah. The giant, <laughs> I can't wait for the giant goat next week. Okay. The, oh, well, I, I, and I'm going to have to write that down. Hold on. Me. Yeah, I'm, right? So, so, top of the mountain. Top of the mountain. Is that what we're calling it? Top of the mountain. Yeah. Okay. So we got a five. That's average. That's what Max and I Oh, and I don't got. forget, don't forget that before, or as part of Random Encounter, uh -huh. is first is um, prayer session. Oh, prayer session. What, and what's that again? That's, that's where we roll to see if a D80. 
Oh, deity has answered us. Oh, okay, cool. Because that would be the random encounter would be the deity. I gotcha. And that would actually then fight the goat. But it could be a small animal. That's that. We'd one. have to roll for that, right. right? Because you have a percentage based on your level, I think, or something like that. That yep. it's actually the deity. Well, yeah. But first, you roll to see if it's the actual deity. Gotcha. Is it not right? It's a yeah. percentage chance. Yes, you roll a percentage. You, if ten percent, they'll send a small animal or something. And then you roll. I think if you roll a one on a hundred on the second roll, the deity himself. Or so we'll have to, yeah, have to look that up. Yeah, you'll need to be prepared for that. Since right. This is your segment. Okay. Well, that's pretty easy. It's right in there. Easy and everything else. Okay. Uh, well, again, um, any other things for this? Oh, like I said, so we're on YouTube, obviously. That's what you're hearing us on. We're on Twitter, at Grog Talk. Um, I need to do a better job. Uh, like last week, unfortunately, it kind of it didn't work out for us. Uh, I will post on Twitter when I find out if we're not going to do it. We, we tend to do it every week. We've got two weeks left, and then we're at, at, at uh, GrogCon, which is crazy. Yeah. So I got to start working on uh, getting logistics. We have our website. If you have any information, Google Play, iTunes. Thank you for all those who subscribe. Um, we're growing still. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got more patrons. We've got more things. I think people like the shenanigans. If there's topics, uh, so we did get a request on our comments to do, because uh, in the combat one, which still a lot of people are watching that, uh, strike to subdual. We didn't do that. Oh, Yeah. That's with the ten, yeah, with the, with the quarter damage. Or yep. whatever, so. Yeah, we didn't do that. We didn't do unarmed combat, so I feel like we didn't do waterborne combat, air combat. We need a whole episode oh. on grappling. And right, we're going to do all those. Fun. Yes, oh. magic users next week. That is correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Magic users. So let's see, the next few weeks we'll have uh, magic users, illusionists. The big, yeah. And I'm not doing anything with that show. I should me. just show up. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be you in this. Well, we should have John on as a. Uh, well, right? you should. You have Jezebel's corner. We should. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> he's he's the him and you and him are the illusionists. So. Right. Uh, and then we p- we'll skip a week because we'll be at GrogCon. Uh, so we'll so we're gonna ha- so we're not going to have a theme. Are we not going to talk about what would it be at GrogCon? What, I'm not sure. That? We got to think. Well, what's th- the class? It would be thief. Oh. It would be the one that would be the week three. Though. I mean, we could do well. We can discuss. We I just discuss think there's gonna be a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, thief is one that I, you That's know, it's one of the core classes, and we don't want to short shrift it. We'll mm-hmm. we'll have to play that by ear. Mm-hmm. It depends how if uh, I'm sure Vic will come on. Uh, we're, we yes, we're planning. So Vic asked, are we yeah. planning to? Yes, we're planning to be live, and we definitely want you and Carlos uh, and anyone else. We're just trying to figure out the time because 8 a.m. on a Saturday sounds ridiculous, uh, especially if we've. I assume we're going to be having fun the night before, um, so we just got to figure out a time. I'm willing to do it, but you know the the problem is I got to set up the mobile, you know, the mobile recording thing to get that going. Uh, yes, we are going to be posting from the con. We're going to be filming. Uh, I want to do live things. Um, the The challenge is I'd love to do a live stream of some of the events. We just have to make sure a that's copacetic with the rest of the convention. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm hoping to have all three production goblins there to help, uh, both playing and running it. So uh, I think that's something we need to kind of, I'm going to start thinking about next week, look through the schedule and, and talk about that. But definitely we're going to do Grog Talk Live, and we, uh, uh, I, I'd like to see possibly, you know, if Vic is down for that, maybe we'll do a live stream of his Blood Red Falls, keep a Blood Red Falls. That would be super amazing. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Um, 
and at least if we record it, because so I, I think we'll do snippets, I think you know, like Twitter and Instagram, that's always good to put like 10 minutes or a few minutes on there, uh, and, then, and then record it, and then maybe for some of our patrons, they can go look at some of the long play, and then we take the best of and put that on YouTube. So uh, that's why I'm not running as many games as Dan is. Dan, you're doing a great job. You're going to run a bunch of them, because I see I'm going to be running around trying to do some grog talky things. Okay. Hey, so, that works. So very good. Uh, so for all those on the chat, we really appreciate it. Well, look, we're done before 10 o'clock. Wow. That is amazing. Good for us. Yeah. I think our fans, S, are going to appreciate that. So next week, same time, 8 a.m., we're going to talk about our friends, the Magic User. Yeah. So that'll be good. So uh, for Grog Talk, I'm James. I'm Dan. And we will see you next week on Grog Talk. This is Big Abushi Mummy Production. All rights reserved.